Welcome to Account-Based Marketing. This podcast is designed as a collection of conversations with sales and marketing leaders, sharing thoughts and practical tips for becoming more customer-centric and accelerating revenue growth. Hosted by me, Alicia Linden, CEO at Momentum ITSMA, a global B2B growth consultancy and advisory firm. Welcome to this episode of Account-Based Marketing. Today, we're joined by Pooja Golcher, Senior Manager, Partner Marketing and Account-Based Marketing at Pega Systems. Pooja, welcome. Thank you, Alicia. Great to be with you here. Really great to have you with us. I've been looking forward to this episode for a, for a few months now, Pooja. I know I've spoken to several of your colleagues about how uh, strong your, your partner program is, particularly as, as you're jointly going to market on strategic accounts. Before we dive in, I'd love to hear, Pooja, you, you've had a, a great career so far. Um, you, you've had some strong roles at BT, uh, both in their direct and indirect channels, and you're now at Pega. Could you just share a few key highlights of your career so far? Yeah, well, I'm uh, an economist by education, and then I ended up being an ABMer and a partner marketer. But uh, it's all been very smooth because um, my macroeconomic and industry analysis was used by go-to-market teams at large organizations who wanted to understand how what does this mean for my client and how can I use it to inform my go-to-market strategy. So... And then I went on the other side, started consuming this research and, you know, to be an ABMer myself. And having worked with uh, clients across industries, I ended up doing ABM for telco clients who were mm-hmm. also our partners. So I was marketing right. to them, but then also started marketing with and through them, which made me kind of merge the boundaries between ABM and partner marketing. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so I did that at BT and now my current role at Pega is exactly that, you know, working with our partners for joint ABM to take it to our large enterprise clients. Fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about the partnership um, dynamic. I mean, I've seen uh, big changes in the last five years and, you know, partners going from competition or being perhaps thought about the, the last mile of a, a, an opportunity or deal versus partners being really part of the ecosystem as, as you go go to market. How do you think about partners at, at Pega? What, why do partners matter in your go-to-market motions? So um, when you look at technology vendors like uh, Pega Systems, of course, our partners are very important when it comes to implementation. But mm-hmm. uh, the shift that we see now both from a technology vendor perspective and from our consulting and system integrator partners, is aligning closely with each other quite ahead in the sales cycle. So right from understanding which clients we need to work on, what are their pain points, what are the challenges that we are trying to solve, um, you know, who are the stakeholders we need to engage with, what is the joint message we need to take to those uh, stakeholders so that we can offer them an end-to-end transformation support and be a true partner rather than going separately with just, you know, uh, different uh, messages and letting it, uh, just leaving it to the client to figure out how this all comes together. So, and that is uh, also what we, uh, you know, what we do here at Pega, involve our partners right up front early in the sales cycle and really work as one team, uh, uh, you know, for our go-to-market strategies. Got it. And with your partners, um, as you work right from the beginning all the way through it, we've seen some challenges with clients where perhaps 
they'll start with a partner and then perhaps the end customer will have a, a lean to a different integrator or a different service provider um, with the vendor then they, they do a kind of bait and switch partway through through the buying cycle. Is that something you experience or do you tend to stay uh, in lock and step with those implementation partners? Is it the same partner you start with with a particular customer um, and you're there all the way through through that buying process? Yeah, so that's a very important point. Uh, and one of the things that an ABMer needs to do is come out of the marketing silo and really understand your company's partner strategy work mm -hmm. very closely with the alliance team and the partner managers because there's a lot going on there in terms of strategy. So, you know, you have partners who have some specializations in your technology. Uh, there is investment in building COEs or practices. So mm -hmm. you need to be aware of which are those partners where there is this investment going on who yep. are who have dedicated resources from our uh, organization to build on that partnership. And then um, what are the industries in which they are strong? What are the joint mm -hmm. client successes that we have? And then make a careful selection of which partner we go with for joint marketing. And it's not mm -hmm. a marketing decision or it's not an alliance decision. It's really a one team strategy where you, mm -hmm. you bring in sales, you bring in the alliance team, you bring in marketing to jointly have that. And if you have that foundation right, um, you know, you'll not end up in a situation where you're working with one partner and then switching to another because it's not just go to market. As I said, there is a lot behind investment in a partnership, right, from making sure they have resources, delivery success, you know, right enablement. So, uh, yeah, it's you need to collaborate with the entire uh, organization to have a solid partner strategy and then uh, start your program. Got it. So for you, a lot of it's been about being aware of the partner upfront, where they fit into Pegasystem's overall strategy, what investments those partners are making, but then also mapping um, potential against accounts as well. So seeing which industries they're strong, strong in and, and really getting alignment across the teams. That, that sounds like great, great advice, Pooja. Talk, talk me through a little bit about your program. How are you building out ABM programs with your partners? So first it starts internally. You know, within your okay. client organization, you need to understand what is your company's overall strategy. So, you know, what are your accounts? What are you trying to uh, achieve here, you know, in terms of business growth or more adoption, renewal? Um, and then really looking at for those clients that you want to focus on, um, what are the areas in which you want to radiate or grow? And then, mm -hmm. for example, at Pegasystems, we have, uh, you know, a different uh, uh, specializations. So uh, marketing or decisioning, then we have customer service, intelligent automation, and different partners comes with different specialized experience. So being mm -hmm. aware of which is that area within your client organization where you want to grow or expand, mm -hmm. you need to then see, okay, which, which uh, set of partners have experience in that uh, domain. And then you loop in... Uh, your alliance teams make sure you are talking to the right people within the partner organization because these are mm -hmm. especially you know the consulting or system integration companies are huge organization with hundreds yeah. and thousands of people and uh, they are like an ABM account in themselves mm -hmm. so really using the right resources from your company like uh, you know resources from the alliance team to get to the right people to get the right level of commitment to get that conversation going at an appropriate level is really important as the foundation work. Once you've uh, you know accomplished that and you're talking to the right people, 
I think a lot of ownership lies in the field with the account team to maintain that mm-hmm. relationship with their counterpart at the partner organization. Because, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately then you have to work as one team or an extended team towards the same goal. So while your strategy team, you know, business leaders, alliance can help you set that foundation, the the real work or that relationship, that commitment, that trust with each other lies in the field. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I think what I have seen working is uh, some kind of a regular cadence meetings with those mm-hmm. account teams at your partners, sitting together, brainstorming on the client, trying to understand clients' challenges together rather than just jumping on, you know, what is the next mm-hmm. opportunity we need to work on. And yeah. ABM is, you know, just so well blended as part of all those conversations. And often, mm-hmm. um, you know, I see that marketing is uh, sometimes an afterthought, but mm-hmm. uh, the right way of operating or working on an ABM together with a partner is to be involved right up front during that introduction meeting with the partner. And what mm-hmm. ABMers can bring on the table is asking the right questions. Because mm-hmm. I feel ABMers are like a sponge, you know, you need to absorb the insight that you need about your client to be able to create an effective ABM program from anywhere that is possible. And uh, when you're working with your ecosystem or partners, you know, sometimes they are talking at in a different uh, part of the organization or at a different level. So being present in all those meetings to to get that insight on what exactly is the client's challenge, you know, where are the um, where are their priorities? Where do they put their budget? Do they have a resource challenge? What do they think about your company? Is there an awareness challenge, perception challenge? All this you will not get from a desk research or, you know, your basic insight. I think that is mm-hmm. just one fraction of it. There is so much that you need to do as part of discovery and an ecosystem or your partners are really very helpful for that. So for me, ABM starts right there when you're gathering yeah. all this information, sitting with your partners and then eventually you come to a point where you filter down on, you know, the the areas where you think you can go jointly to the client. Mm-hmm. And then comes work uh, the, the part where you want to now articulate a story, which is a strong joint story on what is it that your company can bring? Mm-hmm. What are the complementary services or consulting or, you know, the other solutions that your partner can bring? And then crafting a strong joint story and bringing that to the client. So... It all flows naturally. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, this is a step where ABM enters and now you start working on it. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So for me, it's, uh, yeah, it's very natural that you be mm-hmm. part of that account team strategy on which accounts, which partner, you know, who within the partner and uh, yeah, take it, take it from there. Yeah, really, really great advice and I love how you just stepped through that picture as a, a bit of a, a, a how to um, really embed this. And it sounds to me like you're very much seeing this as a mindset rather than it being a, you know, an, an individual campaign or an initiative or something sat on an island that is dipping in and out of partners. And that's um, probably where I think a lot of organizations, when they've tried to kick this off with partners and, and jointly go to market, it's a, it's a tactic or an isolated activity, whereas you're seeing this very much as a strategy from the get-go. And it's embedded in ways of working and, and collaborating all the way through internally and, and externally. Um, what, what, what kind of pitfalls have you faced along the way? This sounds like a great place to have got to. Did, did you arrive here naturally? You know, were, were there some learnings? You know, what, what would you say are some of the top takeaways? I think uh, 
one thing that is really important is internal education because okay. it is not just responsibility or ownership of the ABMR to be involved right from the start but you need yeah. to educate your account team or the extended team on what role mm-hmm. you're here to play because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's not out of out of choice that they mm-hmm. kind of keep you uh, separate or bring you in at a later point it's also yep. sometimes just education or awareness on what exactly uh, what is the exact role that you can play mm-hmm. so uh, there there needs to be internal education to the extended team and constant reminders that you know we are here as part of the account team don't treat mm-hmm. us as a separate uh, uh, you know support function or a marketing silo Mm-hmm. and and then when you start participating and you know you have a voice which is really a different voice on the table uh, away from mm-hmm. sales or opportunities really wearing the customer hat and asking the right questions i think teams uh, see the value of marketing being integrated into that process and mm-hmm. uh, and then it 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 happens naturally but uh, to your question it takes some uh, effort in that internal awareness yeah. education on making teams understand the role of marketing especially the role of abmr and how that uh, aligns with uh, the partner strategy and how this all comes together and then of course the abmr's uh, role to show their value in in that entire process if you're looking to learn more about account based marketing take a look at the abm effect how to win retain and grow valuable clients for market beating growth on amazon and audible and um, Pooja, just for for my context, how how many partners are you um, involving in your your joint ABM efforts? You know, where, what does the scale of this look like? So it it really varies by account. Okay. And as I said, you have different uh, areas or you know mm-hmm. solution offerings that you can take to your clients, and you need to evaluate which is the best partner or or partners. for each of those areas sometimes it can be the same partner sometimes it's different based on the partner's uh, skills or you know their complementary offerings and yeah so depending on that you have to see who all you involve and what all campaigns but uh, practically it takes a lot of effort because you're also building that relationship trying to understand the other organization their ways of working and more importantly in investing your time in building that trust you know to have that conversation mm-hmm. going also making sure the partner opens up and you open up and you're really working as a joint team so i wouldn't suggest uh, you know opening up a lot of programs at the same time with multiple partners because then you'll not be able to do justice to each one of them but uh, yeah so work with your account team identify i think invest enough time in understanding which partner is best for which sales play or the engagement strategy and then go forward from there got it and just from a landscape perspective how many um partners do you have in emir what's the, the total kind of scale of potential partners you you could be partnering with so um like all companies in our partner program we have different levels we have elite yeah. partners so that would be say you know 10 15 uh okay. large partners then we have specialized partners authorized mm-hmm. partners and the others so it's a it's a big uh, ecosystem of partners yeah. but all companies have some tiers or some categorization mm-hmm. and as an abmr you should have some basic understanding of what is your company's partner strategy what are these different levels what are the specializations so that when you're working with your account team on the partner strategy you know uh, you know the, the skill sets and specializations yeah so yeah it's I, it's I, a huge partner ecosystem uh, but yeah. you do have focused partners 
And for your ABM program specifically, you've um, uh, focused in on building best practice with a few of your premier accounts and partners related to this. So you've always started with the accounts first and then mapped mapped the partners or have you in some cases started with um, some of your strategic alliance partners and, and jointly mapped the accounts? What's the starting point then? So it's always client first within the account team. And when you look at look at the alliance organization and, you know, those roles who are managing partner relationships, of course, they are dedicatedly working on one partner or say a couple of partners. But again, the start of their conversation is also the target account. So the first thing that the alliance team does or the, you know, a, a partner relationship managers do is work on that target account list, the common target account list with the respective partner. So, yeah, I think from both angles, it, it all starts with the client and then you look at, because one client can have multiple partners, right? So you have to start with the client. Yeah, makes sense. And as the steps you've described, you're finding that best fit client as well that is going to help you be as jointly successful and deliver the right customer outcomes. And uh, Pooja, how have you um, uh, brought the rest of the marketing organization on this um, journey with you? you know, quite often we see partner marketing um, very focused on you know partner communities and partner perhaps joint campaigns and then you might have field marketing separate global marketing teams ABM teams how how have you um, collaborated so that's um, a real strength that you've driven through the, the the PECA business particularly in the European markets yeah so you know some someone who doesn't have an alliance background or a partner marketing background and has been working directly with the clients, it may all sound very confusing when you say, oh, now you need to work with the ecosystem to bring them in your ABM. So my approach is to really start small with mm -hmm. first um, educating the team about fundamentals. Fundamentals okay. like what is your company's partner strategy? What are the type mm -hmm. of partners? Also, what is the difference between marketing to, marketing with and marketing through? And that can yeah. sometimes clarify the demand generation versus ABM bit. Because when you're mm -hmm. marketing with partners, that's usually a joint program targeted at one client or say if you're doing a one-to-few ABM on a, a, a group of clients. Whereas mm -hmm. marketing through is when you're using a partner as a reseller. And, you know, it's, it's usually partner-led. You're helping them, but it's a program that they are running to resell your services. And this may sound like, you know, basic understanding, but somebody who's not coming from a partner background, it, it may be very confusing to differentiate mm -hmm. between a demand gen campaign with a partner versus an ABM with a partner. So, yeah, my approach was first to really educate the team on fundamentals and basics. The other part of this, uh, you know, basic training was on why work with partners, because you need mm -hmm. to really understand or uh, believe that, yes, it's going to help me. And it's not additional work for me uh, to be able to, you know, be enthusiastic to involve partners in your ABM. And usually, uh, you know, each company have some metrics which shows that for every uh, dollar of uh, a, a license revenue, there is a dollar of uh, services revenue that comes with it. So that's the benefit to the partners. And what is the benefit to you? You know, your insight, your stakeholder relationships, uh, your reach. And then showcasing some examples to make it real to the team. So, yeah, there's a lot of investment in that internal education on just the fundamentals on making teams understand why this is important. And then comes the, you know, the tips, the process on who you need to work with and what are those different roles in the Alliance organization, making introductions. So, 
and I think it's uh, it's really worth spending all that initial time to get mm-hmm. the team, uh, you know, to understand and to start uh, working with partners. I think you raise a really good point, Pooja, that um, a lot of uh, organizations, particularly when they've got the short-term focus on uh, performance versus that long-term, you know, we're, we're here for the long haul with our partners, they, they can end up losing patience with, you know, setting up um, these sorts of engagements effectively. Uh, well, what, what's your advice to marketing leaders and how do they stay engaged when it does take time to set up with, with partners, it does take time to educate uh, internal teams on the role that partners have on on these collective client groups and how best to engage them. Are, are there some quick wins along the way? Um, how do you balance that short versus long term? Yeah, so it depends. You know, different companies have different uh, marketing team structures. Sometimes you have uh, an ABMR and a, a partner marketing team working alongside. Sometimes you have field marketing or regional marketing wearing both the hats. But yeah, it Assuming that, you know, there are uh, marketing team members who who are starting work to work with partners afresh or for the first time, some of the quick wins can be making them work closely with the alliance team because there's a lot of work that, that has already happened, which we are not aware, which we can leverage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So alignment with the partner on the target orgs that we need to work on, understanding mm-hmm. what are the areas of opportunities, you know, some kind of basic discovery has already happened. So making sure that you make those introductions, those teams talking to each other, uh, I think. And then the quick win is for the marketeers to realize that, oh, there is this information, this piece of insight, these stakeholder relationships Mm -hmm. that already exist. And then it takes creative skills, I think, of a good marketeer to be able to leverage all that insight into their program. Because I think one of the soft skills uh, that are required in an ABMR is to be able to absorb all this information and then see mm-hmm. how I can use it for my client. Because ABM is not just a process, right? It's very creative. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yeah what makes a, a good ABMR, I think, is the, the art of uh, using all that information, whether it's from Alliance or even industry mm-hmm. marketing or product marketing or, you know, the content teams. There is a lot out there, but still you need yeah. to see what what is it that you need to leverage and how you need to mm-hmm. tweak it to make it useful for your client. You don't yeah. have to do it, you know, all alone. Companies mm-hmm. are looking to scale their ABM, make it efficient. And you need to leverage and you need to collaborate with all of them. But you still need to make your ABM program very personalized, you know, very customized. So mm-hmm. it's a skill to be able to yeah. filter out and then, you know, tweak the information and use it at the right time. Yeah. So it sounds like your advice is stay stay curious and um, as, as an ABM, you know, join the dots and, and make sure you're tapping into that knowledge you could use here in the short term and Pooja just reflecting on some of the coaching and the guiding that you've given to field teams ABM teams on some of the fundamentals of really integrating partners what what surprised you if you sort of come away from those, some of those sessions going well that's that's new news to me or or this is something that we have to do do differently what's been your takeaway well um I- initially I think teams are usually um you know thinking should I involve a partner? What is the benefit to me? How much additional work does it require? Do I need to really understand a lot and meet a lot of people internally and with the client? Will it increase my timelines? But what has uh, what has been a pleasant uh, experience for me is that ABMers coming and saying that, oh, it looked like it will only, you know, increase the timeline or be more work. But 
this has really accelerated my program because the the partner came with a lot of insight there was already some content that was available uh, mm-hmm. also it's it's made my program more efficient because uh, we were hosting this uh, round table at the partners uh, premise and you know there were some things we could leverage from their marketing toolkit and now it makes mm-hmm. my program more rich faster so yeah and what i try to do is showcase these examples to rest of the team because i think that's the only way of encouraging rather than theory and a lot of you know guidelines uh, overall just to see those real examples of and that that it's not scary you know it you yes. you leverage your partners and you'll see the results yeah 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 i mean step one step at a time and and speaking of um you know, showcasing what, what what are you most proud of what are some of the, the kind of key wins that you've had along the way with partners that that you you often talk to or you point to as you're you're meeting new marketers in the organization or you're working with new partners yeah i think um it's the c level engagement or the exec engagement mm-hmm. that you can uh, immediately see uh, speeding up in your program when you're working with an ecosystem of partners because mm-hmm. uh, i think yeah there is insight you know you curate, curate a message but ultimately what you're trying to do is uh, have that relationship with the decision makers in your client organization right and mm-hmm. if if somebody already has that relationship even if they are talking about a bigger transformation project and not about your technology and if you can leverage that i think that that is really the uh, the biggest win and uh, of course from there uh, you know happens all the uh, opportunity progression and business win but that's a big milestone if you are able to reach a c level executive in a month rather than 6 months or 8 months yep. and yeah i think that's very encouraging for the teams to see fantastic any other key uh, outcomes on clients that have been achieved because of partners that you don't think could have been achieved alone um if pega went to market without the partners on these accounts yeah so some of uh, when we've shared uh, you know our joint messaging or joint uh, value proposition with the clients we've heard feedback directly from the clients that oh uh, th- this is really uh, nice that you're you know this is a partnership and then you're coming jointly so i think the mm-hmm. one of the uh, also another uh, achievements is hearing a feedback directly from the client uh, them appreciating you working with an ecosystem of partners thank you so much for listening to this episode Whilst listening, please hit follow or subscribe on your podcast platform to get access to our full library of recordings and alerts of all new episodes. And you've talked to a little bit around Pooja um aligning internally, selecting the right partners and making sure that you're tapping into um existing resources across the business and then getting that cadence right, building out the value proposition. What what about um implementation, you know, one of the co- common challenges when you're going to market? Uh, in accounts directly is you know access to martech and data and you know thinking about executing and engaging the accounts that only becomes a a multiplier when you have well the, the partner dynamic as well how how have you been successful in implementing activities initiatives campaigns into um your premier accounts together with partners yeah i i think reporting uh, is quite a a big task in all organizations mm-hmm. just reporting of successes within a client you know taking into consideration channel teams and product teams yeah. and all the other marketing initiatives and when you bring in another organization and look at their metrics it can really look overwhelming right how to mm-hmm. how do you monitor that performance what i have done is uh, made this uh, reporting or what are the key kpis we are trying to achieve through this campaign 
part of that initial planning meeting with the partner. So we mm-hmm. agree up front, what is it that we are trying to achieve? Uh, yeah. so see if it's a, a set of clients that we are working on for a one to few ABM, then is it an awareness challenge that we are trying to solve here? Or do we have some existing opportunities jointly that we are trying to progress? Also, where are we with those opportunities? You know, are, are we quite ahead in the sales cycle or are we still just exploring? So based on the current state, we identify our joint KPIs for that campaign. And then, you know, it's not possible to have all these different tools from our company and the partner's company integrated. So to be honest, you will have to do some of this manually. Uh, You know, for example, say you have engagement uh, with C-level. So you have some ways of reporting that within your company. You can look at CRM system and monitor that. But maybe you'll need some anecdote, some uh, manual reporting from the partner and then as a as an ABM or trying to try to bring that uh, together and then uh, make it available in a consumable way for the account teams to see what has been the progress. And it is not required that you have these integrated systems. Neither is it possible because of GDPR that you can share all of this. But Mm -hmm. uh, my suggestion would be to keep it simple so that account teams can see, oh, this is what we achieved. Because Overdose of data with a lot of reports uh, really mean nothing sometimes to yeah. the account teams. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. See, it ends up becoming a sea of data. And it sounds like some really good pragmatic advice there, Peter. Just keep keep it simple. And um, yeah, some of this has to end up being being manual versus what you can draw out the system. Um, if I was um, a PEGA partner, what what could I be doing? Uh, what would your advice be to to partners that really want to be? Um, effective in in going to market with a, with a, a vendor on accounts. How can I be in better shape to collaborate with um, with Pega? So it would be a different advice to different roles within the partner mm-hmm. organization when it okay. comes to the alliance team. You know the team within mm-hmm. the partner responsible for managing the relationship. It would be to involve the account teams as soon as you finish the groundwork. Because okay. there is also a silo that can be created between alliance who are working very nicely mm-hmm. together. But yeah. uh, say the field teams who are actually supposed to benefit from this alliance or the partnership or the mm-hmm. foundation they are setting, they are brought into the game pretty late. So the advice to that persona would be to work uh, closely with the account teams, whether you're working on joint accounts, you know, validate it with the mm-hmm. field team right there and then so that they yeah. you don't have to go back into the circle again after... Uh, completing that one round and to the account teams my suggestion will be you know fail fast if you've had that one meeting Mm -hmm. if you've kind of discussed the account and you if you feel that no this is not the right technology or this this, they are not talking to the same people or in the same area where I'm focusing on be honest Mm -hmm. and you know yeah move on change the partner strategy because uh, Mm -hmm. that's only good for everyone however if you feel that yes, this is the right partner, then the ownership lies with the field. Maintain a cadence, work as one team. Don't make it just a one-off meeting or a one-off case where you've spoken and then nothing happened after that. It's also a relationship. So so invest in the right relationship and then invest properly and maintain a cadence. So Pooja, you're responsible for partner marketing across EMEA as well as uh, your, your joint account-based marketing efforts with with partners. How do the two come together? Are they is ABM a cornerstone, or, or are you running them the, the two very separately? So these two programs are run by separate teams, but one mm-hmm. helps the other. 
and one yeah. is a prerequisite for the other because if you want to engage with partners to mm-hmm. work on joint marketing programs first thing you need to do is educate the partners on what your company is all about right and what are the offerings or what are the challenges your company solves for clients if if they don't have that understanding you cannot do joint planning together so that is done mm-hmm. by partner marketing through various ways you know um newsletters uh, events forums town halls we also have a lot of um, you know academy missions for our partners to understand exactly what uh, is it that our company offers and what are the different challenges uh, that we solve for our clients and then once they are educated you can then you know have a good conversation about what this means for the client because if you don't have that initial bit of education a lot lies within the field team uh, responsibility or remit to first educate the partner and sell them the idea of working with us and yeah. that's a too that's too much right because you have to do that for your client and you you don't want to be investing uh, all that client time first with the partner so i think the teams complement each other got it so that that sounds like both very much in, in, interacting and working with, with each other and for the heads of um, partner marketing puja those that are just getting started with abm what what would your advice be to them you know how how should they get started well um i think first is investment in the team making mm-hmm. sure that uh, while the teams are uh, say they they often have uh, abm certifications but they also mm-hmm. understand the broader business strategy the partner strategy yeah. so investment in making sure that each of your abmer is also a commercial thinker they have a business acumen mm-hmm. right they understand they are comfortable with data i myself is a very data oriented person so they have this habit of going into the crm system analyzing opportunities because when you're sitting as part of the account team you need to know the business right not just wear yes. your marketing hat but really work as an account team to see whether whatever i'm doing is it ultimately leading to some business for the company mm-hmm. so yeah investing uh, efforts in making sure your team is ready to sit mm-hmm. on the table with a partner to really be uh, you know a, a member of the account team and drive those conversations the other thing is when you're working with partners there is always a new piece of insight that you get right and yeah. uh, and then to be able to use that you need to make sure that your program is agile so while by nature abm is a long term strategic program you invest a lot in you know your initial steps and then you work on an 18 month plan but it's a very changing uh, ever changing world right with a lot of uh, new information there are management changes that happen at your client uh, there are budget reallocations a new regulation comes in and every time mm-hmm. you're sitting with the ecosystem you're getting this new piece of information you shouldn't be scared to now think oh i have done these three steps do i need to start over, all over again so mm-hmm. while that process the theory is important investing in your team to make sure they are able to understand business and are not scared of change uh mm-hmm. i think that that is going to be very important going forward yeah it's really great advice and enable the team and equip, equip them with the the tools to be effective pooja i've really enjoyed the conversation i know a very hot topic for many of our clients and and members i just want to finish on one one last question if i may uh, why should heads of part, partner marketing care about abm so i would say why are you doing partner marketing right why are you educating your partners the the answer is because we win, want to win joint business together and 
the way you need to do it is by going to market together you know joint uh, jointly going to market and one of the important elements of jointly going to market is taking that joint message which is abm with partners so yeah you, whatever you're doing you're doing it because you uh want to do abm with partners got it so keep keep the end goal in mind it's, it's all about your clients fantastic thanks so much for joining us today Pooja. it's been a great conversation i appreciate you sharing so many of your insights so candidly yeah i enjoyed this conversation as well alicia thank you for inviting me thanks Pooja. This podcast is brought to you by Momentum ITSMA, a leading B2B growth consultancy and pioneers of account-based marketing. Learn more at MomentumITSMA.com.